Income Tax Podcast with Mike Grinning. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram. I'm at MikeBone. And you can check out some of my work on my website, which is MikeBrennan.me. I'd also love for you to be a part of our online Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group where creatives of all kinds are showing up, raising their hand to say, I want to show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. If that's you, we would love to have you as part of Daily Creative Habit. Simply go to dailycreativehabit.com and join the group today. Now for this episode, I want to share three things that are inspiring me lately. And I realize that perhaps it will be different things for you. But maybe this will get you thinking in some different directions. Because many times we put too much pressure on ourselves to wait for the muse, to wait to be inspired, or we simply get bored with looking at the same things and having the same intake. So every once in a while, we need to change things up. We need to reshuffle the deck a little bit and maybe call our attention to places where we wouldn't normally go. So perhaps this will spur you on to be more open to some things that are around you right now that are not really on your radar and that can give you some great inspiration for the work that you're doing. So for me, number one, uh, and this isn't in any particular order, by the way, but just some things that uh, I have taken in recently that have given me some inspiration. It hasn't necessarily influenced any work directly, but sometimes it just gets you excited when you see some things, you're exposed to some things, it gets you thinking, it gets you uh, just taking in some visual stimuli and uh, perhaps otherwise that can really get the wheels turning. So for me, number one, if you have Netflix, I highly suggest that you watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Now, Tick, Tick, Boom is a musical movie. Uh, it is based on the playwright Jonathan Larson, who was responsible for creating the play Rent, uh, if you're familiar with that. And it is based on his life. It's based on actually a time period before he actually wrote uh, Rent. And it it chronicles his life, and it's by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And so you know it's quality stuff. And I have a, a confession. I actually don't like musicals. I know. Gasp. I know. Um, there's just something about my music and my movies, my entertainment choices, that I like to keep separately um, for whatever reason. Maybe it was when I was growing up, um, things like, you know, I watch Grease and, and some other things. I mean, I have an older sister, so she um, she would watch a lot of things along with my mom, and I was exposed to a lot of different types of musical uh, movies when I was younger. But there's just something about, for me, when I'm watching something and they stop and then they break out into song, and I'm like, can we just get on with it? Like, just the action and the dialogue instead of busting out the song in the middle of the street or the middle of a circumstance. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And I typically, uh, show tunes aren't necessarily my go-to uh, music choice either. So anyway, having said that, 
I actually really loved Tick, Tick, Boom. I loved the music in it. I loved uh, just how it unfolded. And mostly, I mean, it was really incredible. It was it was an incredible cast. Andrew Garfield did an amazing job uh, showing he is way more than uh, a former Spider-Man. And um, his singing in this and his acting uh, just really brought everything together under the direction of Lin-Manuel. And um, again, I just really thought it was inspiring, um, especially the, the message here. And I don't want to give too much away. I want to encourage you, go check this out on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, what are you doing? Everyone has Netflix. No, but find someone who has Netflix, maybe a friend, a family member. I'm sure somebody you know has an, a Netflix account that um, you could uh, ask them to watch this Tick, Tick, Boom, either at their house or whatever. But watch it because it's uh, it's inspiring. It's a story of a guy who's creating uh, and and is struggling and is he's working at a diner and he's 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 struggling to create and and be inspired and and get things out there and and to get the right feedback um, and questioning his life choices and all that in the context of complicated relationships and you know, of course, uh, a myriad of different circumstances that arise. And again, I don't want to give too much away, but there's one point in which he has to come face to face with this question of like, okay, so you're hoping that this thing that you're doing right now is your big break. Well, then what? Like what happens after that? Regardless of if it is or isn't your big break, if it is or isn't something that really moves the needle for you creatively and in your career, then what? Like, what do you do after that? And um, I thought it was a great question that was posed because it's something that we can find ourselves falling into very easily as creative people, always creating things, always pursuing and chasing, but perhaps not really thinking about where is this leading? And Almost like when you would ask somebody, you know, how much money is enough money? Um, there's always a little bit more that someone might be pushing towards. Uh, when they get to a certain metric, they'll bump that to something else. And creatively, we can do the same thing. We can be pursuing things and chasing things, which I think we should be growing and and continuing to to pursue things creatively that we have yet to do that challenge us and um, you know, kind of keep that sense of our best work is yet to come, but also to be able to recognize that we need to celebrate the moments that are before us also. So we're not constantly chasing the future. We're not constantly trying to live in the future and pursue something, a validation or a metric that is is kind of a ghost. So highly recommend Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. That is the first thing that I will say is inspiring me right now. Now, number two, this again is more particular to my setting and situation and where I live. I live in New Jersey and I love to go into New York City. It's uh, it's not that far. I basically can get in there in under an hour or so, maybe an hour. Um, and I love to go, especially this time of year right now when I'm recording this, this is Christmas time. And we go see the tree, of course, in Rockefeller Center the tree, you know, like there's no other tree, um, <laughs> because it is a big tree, and there are millions of people who, who swarm to that, um, it's like you can't even breathe, and you're outside, um, but there's, there's so much magical, 
uh, elements to New York City around this time of year. There is Rockefeller Center in the tree and the skating that happens uh, right below that. Um, there is the window displays um, on, on Fifth Avenue and all the animatronics and the lights and the music and all of that, the production that goes into it, it's very inspiring. And there's a lot of money that's invested in that. And of course, you know, these, these stores uh, and these companies, they know that there is going to be a lot of traffic. Um, people are going to come and enjoy and flock to these places because they want that experience. And so there's a lot to take in. And so I went in with my daughter and we, you know, went through Times Square. Uh, I've been there a million times. But one of the cool things also that we saw there was this station that was set up and it said, write your wish on this scrap of paper that's a piece of confetti. And the idea was to write a wish for this next coming year and then drop it in this little bin and they said they're going to take all the wishes that are, are recorded on these scraps of paper, on this little confetti, and they're going to release that when the ball drops at New Year's Eve in Times Square. Uh, that's televised all over the place. Uh, maybe you watch that for New Year's Eve. Um, maybe you've been there personally. Uh, but when you watch it on TV or you're there personally, you see there's the confetti that, that flies everywhere. And that confetti is going to have tons and tons of people's wishes for this next year recorded on that. And uh, I just thought that was the coolest thing. And so me and my daughter, we, we recorded some wishes on this, uh, on the confetti and scraps of paper. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what those are because, you know, as we all know, if you spill the beans on that, they will not come true. <laughs> but um, seriously, though, it was a it was a cool experience that we just kind of stumbled into. And then, of course, there's always sights and sounds in in Times Square, uh, tons of billboards and lights and interesting characters, uh, <laughs> both locally. And uh, there's people dressed up in costumes that are unlicensed, of course. Uh, that uh, a little tip: if someone is asking you to take a picture with them, uh, they and they're in a costume like that. They, they want uh, to charge you money for that. So don't fall into the trap of getting all excited and taking a picture and then realizing after the fact that, oh, now I have to pay this person. Uh, the same goes with anyone trying to thrust a music CD in your hand, uh, asking if you like a certain kind of music, and they'll try to put it in your hand and then not take it back and be like, hey, I want money for this. Um, so just a little tip from somebody who's local to New York uh, that there are some of those things and some of those characters out there to be aware of if you plan your trip to New York City. Keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, there were a ton of also Christmas village shops set up all over the place. Uh, there were some new places in Times Square, actually, where they you know closed off part of the road to traffic in more recent times and they set up these little booths uh that that sold some handmade goods and some um creations from from local vendors and so it was a great time to go in and view some of that stuff and be inspired and see what some people are making and selling and uh just how they're presenting those things as well and even just the the whole vibe of the place you know for this little christmas uh village the holiday village it's it was really cool and from there, we went over to Bryant Park, and uh, Bryant Park is behind New York uh, Public Library, which uh, you may know as the uh, the place where they filmed some scenes from Ghostbusters, uh, the original, 
where you know they're basically running out uh, of the building and there's the lions that are uh, on the pillars in the front of the building uh, anyway, so behind there is Bryant Park, and Bryant Park is an awesome time uh, f- during the holidays because they set up a huge, huge display of um, Christmas shops, uh, little booths, again, food and vendors of all kinds, and in the middle there is ice skating and there's music, and it's just a really wonderful time. Very, very crowded as well, but... It all feeds into this sense of excitement and magic and wonder of the Christmas and holiday season. And um, great shopping, great time to try some new things, uh, some snacks and delicious things. Uh, My daughter and I always love to go to Max Brenner has a booth that's set up and they sell delicious hot chocolate that's like so rich. Uh, And also these what they call chocolate syringes, which is basically like melted chocolate in this little plastic syringe. (laughs) So I guess it's like highly addicting. Um, But those are just some favorite things that we love to do. Actually, we have some tradition from year to year that we do that. Um, And as well as we visit a couple of other places along the way. And uh, I went to school in New York City. I worked in New York City. I spent a lot of time on those streets and in various neighborhoods. And so there's a lot of memories from the past. And I continue to make new ones. And in times like this, in Christmas time, when I get to go in and bring some people like some family or just be with some friends, I get to make some new memories and get inspired by what's happening around me. And it's not just the Christmas time uh, festivities that are happening that are inspirational, but it's also being in a place where you're seeing latest trends and colors and uh, a lot of what is happening on the forefront of culture, um, being exposed to that. Now, again, I realize that maybe you're a long ways away from New York City or any city. Uh, maybe you're in a place where there's not much that's happening uh, in that that regard. But I do want to encourage you. Uh, this is for number three now. Number three inspiration is getting out and looking at retail. Uh, retail shops, stores, displays. And this isn't necessarily only tied to the holidays and Christmas time, although, of course, you know that people go above and beyond in this time of year. Uh, They want to set up displays that attract stores. They want to have, I'm sorry, that attract people to the stores. They want to have, you know, Santa Clauses and elves and all sorts of winter wonderlands that are happening um, so that it's magical. So people want to hang around so that people want to have an experience. And so going to check these these things out, even if it's a local store, um, go in and look at displays. Look at how things are set up. Look at that question, why is it set up that way? Um, question maybe what you would do differently. Uh, Go in with a critical eye and um, observe some things that maybe you would normally just let blend into the background and you could perhaps find some inspiration there. As well as uh, the the setting and the scenery, the the displays, look at products. Um, I do this often where I will go into a bookstore. Remember those? Um, (laughs) They're still around, believe it or not. Uh, especially, you know, if you can find a local books, bookstore, um, I highly recommend that you go in and support them uh, because they uh, they certainly can use the business and they are like the underdogs. Um, but anyway, go into a, a bookstore uh, and look at book covers. Look at latest trends of things that are happening. And, and this isn't just for visual artists like myself, but really, 
you can find some inspiration in anything really when you're looking at that. Look at themes, right? Look at look at uh, what topics books are um, populating. You know the top charts. Um, look at color schemes. Look at um, you know what kind of visuals are being used. Um, read the backs of the the covers. Uh, get inspiration in how some of the language is crafted. Um, look at as much stuff. Take in as much stuff as you can in what is out there in the marketplace right now. Uh, pay attention to what is selling and what maybe isn't. Um, look at things that are you know, from a years past and put them side by side with some things that are current today. Can you notice anything that's different? Um, maybe there are things that today's designs and themes are drawing from the past and making connections. And maybe that spurs you on to think, what can I look at that can inspire me from the past? Um, I've seen this in a lot of different places, uh, not just uh, in, in trends for book covers, but um, this calls to mind how I was watching some behind the scenes type of things uh, where it was talking about how some movie props were made. Um, I believe this was even mentioned in even some Star Wars stuff where they were referencing back to some um, ancient designs from history and they were using that as inspiration, you know, for either Darth Vader's helmet or certain designs that were found, uh, certain clothing styles. And when you start to take like a little bit from this piece of history and a little bit from that piece of history, and then maybe you take something that's more current and you blend it all together, you end up having something that's influenced by the past, but that has kind of a new uh, creation, a new feel to it, and uh, yet something very familiar. And so that happens a lot of times, you'll see that. Um, I've also seen that where I've gone to some museums, and I'll be looking at some ancient artifacts, and I'll be struck by, wow, that really looks like something I've seen recently uh, in a movie. Uh, maybe it was a villain in his costume, or a certain ornate design in something. Um, these things are inspiring the people who are creating these things. Uh, they're being intentional about that, right? Because when you're you're in either the movie business, entertainment, when you're in some some kind of creative forum where the stakes are high, there's high visibility, and you need to come up with something new and fresh, where do you go? Like, what do you look to? Um, I ask this actually of. Um, someone who who I know who is a former Disney Imagineer. Um, his name is uh, McNair Wilson. And he, you know, I was walking around uh, in Disneyland with him, actually Disney World, and asking him some questions of like, you know, he was on a team that was responsible for many of the things that we were looking at and experiencing. And I said, you know, when you're a part of that kind of team, Imagineers, Disney, and you have Disney World, that's incredible. Who do you look to to be the people who are setting trends and the people who can influence you when you're kind of like at the top, right? Who who can you look beyond? And it was interesting because he he shared with me, he said, you know, a lot of times it's actually looking to nature. It's looking to some things um, of cultures and borrowing from those things and um, putting certain spins on them stylistically, of course, so that they make sense in the context of, of Disney World. 
But um, you can be inspired by all these things, uh, no matter where you are, no matter what level, quote unquote, you might be at. And so um, just want to encourage you, if you can get out to a store, if you can see some displays, if you can get to a museum, if you can get out someplace and start to observe, start to take notice of things that have happened in the past, things that are happening today, start to make some connections to what is it that is inspiring the people who are creating today? What can inspire me? What are the songs that are happening today uh, on popular radio, even if you are not a fan of that music? Because believe me, I sound like the old guy (laughs) with my kids. I'm like, this isn't music. Music is back in my day, (laughs) right? So, but even if it's not your style of music, what is it that was influencing that? It, what are the things that those people are listening to? Can you figure that out? Um, it's kind of a fun game sometimes to play to, to see, oh, you know what? I hear strains of this influence and that influence. Um, looking at movies and, and again, uh, TV shows, um, what are they borrowing from? Uh, what are the influences there? And how can you uh, let not just what you're seeing today, those trends inspire you, but also maybe some of the things that they borrowed from. Um, go to antique shops and look at designs of you know, furniture and uh, other products that were once used that maybe are no longer around. Um, look at how um, you know chairs are designed and how they've been designed different ways through the years. Uh, again, even if this has nothing to do with what your creative expression is, just simply the fact of being open to this and observing and being critical of something, thinking about something, could unlock some ideas for you. Um, It could get your brain thinking in some ways that you're not thinking currently. And so um, those are three things that have been inspiring me lately. Uh, So real quickly, just to recap, uh, number one was Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. Highly recommend this musical movie. Um, Check it out for some inspiration. And especially if you love musicals, I think you'll love this. Number two, uh, get out to a city or someplace. I mean, for me, it was New York City. It was get out and see some holiday sites. Um, Where where you live locally, where are the places where people are setting up displays and having some kind of experience? Go out and see that and think about why they designed something the way they did um, and maybe how you could even make it better, uh, how you would do it if you were the one who was in charge. But don't say that out loud too too loud because <laughs> people will take you up on that. And then before you know it, you'll be the guy or girl in charge. Um, and number three, get out to retail shops or look at local trends in music, in movies, in uh, look at look at ancient trends from museums um, and just observe, make connections, make links to how are a lot of these things um, being remixed, if you will. How are the things today that are being created referencing things from the past and how can you take advantage of that for your own work? So I hope that whatever it is that you create in this season, that you find your inspiration, that maybe you look in some unconventional places and um, that you just mix and match and and experiment and play and uh, allow yourself some wonder. Allow yourself to take in some things that maybe you would normally not even see because you're hurried and you're busy and 
because typically we're looking for inspiration when we need it, like right now. But the key is to build in some time to be inspired, to collect some things, to catalog some things when you don't need it. So that way when you do need it, it's there waiting for you. So I hope this has been encouraging to you. I would love to hear if there are places or things that you look to for inspiration as well. Um, I'm sure that there are many, many other uh, things that can inspire us all. But um, these are just three things that are inspiring me right now. Wanted to share and hope that you get some inspiration wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing. And as I always end these episodes, I'm encouraging you, wherever you are today, go create something. Thanks for listening today. I'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, leave a rating and a review. It really helps this podcast be seen and heard by others. 